from the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. What's up, what's up, podcast world? Hey. The, the crew. The three stooges. <laughs> yep. We, that's us. We are here. I, like, I'm so quiet in my microphone. Are you guys purposely turning me down? Are you getting off? You're getting, the, getting me off the show. No, no. nobody. We can't be firing anybody. I know Brian's tempted a lot of times. Oh, I got a list. You, you got a list. Bring we, all those up all the way to the top. You know what? Well, I almost fired you a few How's weeks that better? back. Uh-huh. There you go. There I am. <laughs> we should all fire each other one day and just see how it goes. I thought we were going to fire Brian today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is all my gear then. <laughs> this I is mean, all your gear? Yeah. Let's just remember you guys are talking into microphones. Remember Microphones that are mine. So You're fired used to be uh, a saying <laughs> yeah. by Trump that nobody was offended by. Right. <clears throat> that was good times. You hear how Brian slid into all of this is all his stuff? Yeah. I'll take my ball and go home. Everything is his. <laughs> Everything is his but the talent. Oh. Oh, well. I think, I, I think there's a little Are bit of mic- talent on this end of the what? I I agree. Are these <laughs> microphones yours as well? All right. Well, you're gonna have to take it out of my gold, cold dead hands. Okay. <laughs> right, Charlton Heston style. So another week, another week. Uh, I mean, it's hard to talk about anything else besides politics Jesus right Christ. now because we're coming up on the election. Wait, wait, wait. I've got something that we can talk about before the politics. Okay. Let's Did you that. see uh, Greg Hardy's new career? <laughs> MMA. Did you see his first fight? He fought already. And he lost to a five foot nine guy, chubby guy. Wait, when did he fight? Um, this was the other day. What? I saw it on Twitter. Was it like a street this fight morning. or was it an actual no, MMA it sanctioned? A, it was in a octagon, I guess. That's what they fight in. I no, thought because the story I saw said he wasn't going to fight till like 2017. He's got to train and stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's just see what I'm talking about then. Stand by. No, really, talk amongst yourselves. I feel like he he like. He would be, I mean, I get it. You know, he's a big guy, NFL player. But I feel like in the octagon, he's going to be soft. I don't think, I feel like he's not the kind of guy who's going to do well. Well, I don't really want to comment on his soft or hardness. (laughs) Well, I I just feel like he's going to be competing against people that have like decades of training. I don't know how you catch up to that. No, I don't. Like in the same way that I don't know how Randy Couture or St. Paul, whoever, St. Paul, Saint Jean-Claude St. Jean or something. <laughs> Whatever, What's yeah. The they all got four names. Uh, in the same way that Anderson That's Silva couldn't go to a preseason camp. Right, exactly, yeah. And play in the right. NFL. I don't, I think there's a high level of wow. skill involved. I don't know where the video is, but that's the um, yeah, that's a flabbier that's... white guy that he's fighting. And he lost to the flabby white guy. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Hold on, this is. So many, uh, can I just tell you, it was. It's almost as good as the political comedy that's out there because people were like, is he aware that he'll be fighting men his size, not women half his size? Well, and that's what, yeah, I mean, that's kind of... (laughs) And so many people will want to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, there's there's a lineup of folks here in Charlotte who I think would like to take a poke at him. But let's not use that. (laughs) (laughs) I think... for those, if you're, if you don't know, uh, Greg Hardy, uh, former Carolina Panther, how could you not know? Uh, okay. Arrested for domestic assault, ended up actually being convicted in a court, appealed, 
It was by a bench jury. Right, in a bench first. trial. So just the judge um, appealed. And then uh, the general feeling is that he paid off his, his alleged victim. Yeah, because she was snowmobiling in Colorado. Yeah. And surfing in Hawaii and every other luxurious vacation Right, travel. and so she couldn't be found to testify in what would have been the second trial. So right. the charges were thrown out. Um, and now she looks like a completely different person. So you wouldn't really? be able to recognize her anyways. I don't think he's fought yet, though. This no, I think, hold on. Fought. Stand by. So he... Uh, Why are you looking at porn on my phone? His kind of became oh, that's a, not what you wanted me to... <laughs> became a free agent, I believe. Panthers let him go. Cowboys picked him up. He played for... He was suspended for 10 games, and that got reduced. And then he played with the Cowboys for only a few games. Did not do particularly well, and is basically out of the league now. Right, right. And apparently now looking to get an MMA. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think he should have an opportunity? Oh, of course. To pursue an MMA career? Of course he should. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't – you know, I think, I think he should – if there's a team that will sign him, he should have the opportunity to play in the NFL again too. I think he he, he you know everybody has has their. Uh, the problem uh, was he didn't seem remorseful. Agreed. I'm not and saying he's a prob- good guy. I'm so, not saying at all that he's. But a good that's guy. not what is that like? Right. If anybody's going to keep you, it's going to be the Cowboys because they're known for having bad boys on their team. Right. I think the fact he's out of the league right now tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. And he was butting because heads there's with a lot of bad guys in the NFL. And right he's now. not he's not Ray Rice out of the league where Ray Rice is just old. And, right. You know, Greg Hardy's like was a legitimate talent. Oh yeah. And he was still in the prime age. You know where guys are good. Right. And the league don't want him. Right. And that tells you everything there. Everything if, if didn't that happen right. with Ochocinco? No. Or not Ochocinco? No, Terrell Owens. He got old. Terrell Owens was old. Tio. He, he got but to the Tio age. got older, but he still had talent. Yeah, but sometimes I think you get it get to a point where your talent level is the same as somebody that could pay a lot less money. Right, right, and, and that's also younger who's a lot less keep a, for longer. Right, and who's a right. lot less of a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, that was the other part with To. So what do you, I mean? What do you think, Sammy? You think he should have another opportunity to? I think if he had a come to Jesus moment with himself, you know, if he got back to uh, like you know, it's all fun and game, and I think you do need an e- somewhat of an ego to play in the league and be a beast, but. You don't see that with Keekley, Thomas Davis, yeah, Kirk no, Coleman. It, All those guys are humble and have their head on right. I, I don't know. And it comes from a, a, um, a stable family. So it's not like he had it like his mom and dad were both uh, detectives or in law enforcement. So it's not like he didn't have under his thumb like watching like, hey, that is not OK. So it's just I don't know what what went wrong. there. So let's make you the. The commissioner of the UFC or the head of the Dana White, president of the UFC. Oh, now okay. you now you're deciding on whether Greg Hardy can come over and fight in the UFC. What would he have to show you? Or I think I mean if if he meets the requirements that any of these other fighters, at the end of the day, it's a business and they're going to sell tickets because of it. So I'd say yeah, because right. I don't think it's going to. Had he like you know had an unfair advantage of training or something like that, then no, but. He's just another guy who wants to fight UFC. 
I was watching a real sports investigation. I think it was real sports where they were talking about I thought about you were saying UFC. real as if MMA wasn't a real sport. <laughs> oh, and I was oh, like, no, wait, I wouldn't what? be saying that. No, <laughs> no I was like, nah, wait a second. I'm, I'm bold. I ain't that bold. Yeah. I'm Will, not, what's nah. your address again? If we got any UFC <laughs> listeners. Nah, nah, I wasn't saying that. I respect what y'all do. Yeah, right. no, WWE, uh, that's a different that, that, Them too. They're all bigger than me. I don't, I don't look. Know thy limitations. But with the UFC, I had saw some... I seen some uh, investigation that talked about the incidence of domestic violence amongst UFC fighters yeah, yeah. and that it's a real issue. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of different incidents with different fighters. So it's like, is it the best look to bring on somebody that's that brings that baggage in with them? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like they're hurting for money. I mean, you can always want to make more money, but man. maybe he may be. Yeah, I get the sense he's not frugal. And he Who's has a that? kid. Greg Hardy. No, I'm talking about Dana White. I'm talking about the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. The like league's four not billion. Billion. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. But you still want to keep that viewership. Yeah. And you still want to have like a hot topic. And I'm sure Greg Hardy doing MMA is helping them being like, all right, well, we're more relevant this week than normal weeks. Yeah. And they're always relevant. But you know what I'm saying. Right, right. When they've got and, a big fight coming up or like a new whatever. And you can make the argument that, you know, Greg Hardy you know, his case was thrown out. So, you know, there, there, he still has the stink on him, but you know, legally there's no, there's no, nothing holding you back. Yeah. And if he goes to the Dallas Cowboys and is a good citizen and shows up for meetings and shows up in shape and does the things that a professional football player, you know, an actual professional football player should do, he's still in the league today. Mm. You know, Except he was a nightmare when he went to the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I think that they're they're used to dealing with nightmares. Des yeah. Bryant refused to have an MRI because he didn't want to know about his knee and didn't go to the meeting because of it. Right. Any other player, a rookie player, they would have been like, all right, you can sit your ass out. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Cowboys but over the They have the different years. standards. Yeah, if it's a left it's, tackle. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's a you know, a left offensive tackle. Right. Eh, probably not. But as bad as the Cowboys are hurting for a pass rush, like man. He would if he were right. Yeah, they could use Greg Hardy from three years. That's why they took him in the today. first place because right. they're so desperate for that. Exactly, exactly. But they thought they were getting, you know, 2012 Greg Hardy. He had an entire yeah. year off. Yeah, I was just collecting money. Yeah. I, I was just sitting at home on the couch and watching his little press interviews and stuff, and I'm like, this dude is still. He hasn't changed much in at terms all. of yeah, like his thinking. Yeah, because let's think about it. Like I, ideally, you get arrested or whatever charged with domestic assault hmm. um you get guilty by um a, a judge and that's it so you're gonna have a trial you know you can pay this girl off because that's what this girl wanted in the first place is money hmm. and not she didn't it didn't happen to her because she wanted money but that's why she hung around greg so let's fast forward the best case scenario is I get a year off from work. I get $770,000 a week during the season. I don't get charged with a guilty verdict because I've paid off the victim. And I get re-signed to the Dallas Cowboys. Why would you change? Hmm. You would think it was a close call and it would shake you and make you straighten up. But he literally got the best case scenario out of that. Are some people just incapable of change, though? Like maybe he's just a person that even if things would have broke a different way, he wouldn't change. You I don't think know. It's part of who just who he is. Maybe I think if it if it was his little sister that that happened to, it may be different. Hmm. Hmm. I think if it was his family, it'd be different. 
it may flip the script for him because he cares a lot about his little brother and sister. Yeah, I think too. And that was my first Panthers interview, so it's not like I wasn't familiar with him. Yeah. See, I was going to say that's the level of depth you get with this podcast. <laughs> okay. Right. That's let's just take a second aside and say right. this is what we bring to you each week. Okay, we got a feature reporter, right? Former, but former yeah. <laughs> feature reporter. Yeah. I feel like it should be like a senator or a judge, though. Even right. if you're not judging right. no more, right. you're still a feature reporter. Or like a doctor. Yeah, yeah, you still got the title. Yeah. All right, you wanted the best to ever do it, so let's just keep saying yeah. it. She, so, you know, that's feature the level reporter. of depth. I wouldn't have known any of that stuff she just We've said. We've got a full-time ass employee. Yes, full-time ass employee. And Eagles fan. <laughs> and we've got a Lions fan, so. Yeah, so, which we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we played the, so we played the lines. We'll talk about it later. So anyway, yeah. So that's that's one of the the uh, yeah that is. One Can of I the just say, like speaking of regrets, mm-hmm. um, I really uh, regret asking you to be in our fantasy football league. Why? Because <laughs> you're a cheater. How much? Now that is, Sammy, that is a strong accusation. Okay, because <laughs> you're undefeated. Like I just feel like you're cheating. I've heard you slipped a couple 20s to have people drop players. I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty much convinced that you're a cheater. Sammy, what can I say? I'm good at, I'm, there are a lot of things I'm bad at, but I pride myself on. On your fantasy football? My fantasy football. I love the stuff fair. that doesn't matter. I'm right. all, I've, I've always been very good at things that don't matter. You know what I mean? All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> it's fair to say. What are you doing over there? Are you looking at porn? On no, phone? I'm looking up Greg Hardy career salary. Because I need Career to know. salary. Hold on a second. I'm like still... what he's made over his... What he, yeah, like how much in theory, in theory, if he was, you know, financially responsible, which it's probably safe that he's not. But I'm just trying to figure out, like I can tell you, his one year, his one year deal with Dallas was for $11.3 million for one year. He basically got paid per game. So he didn't, he didn't earn all of that. He had a per game bonus of five hundred seventy eight thousand. So basically, every time he suited up, stepped on the field, he made five hundred grand. See, I think, I think this whole thing brings us to a broader discussion about, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but like about your ability to separate personal life from the talent, whether it's a musician, a right. football player, or actress. Yeah, but it also is it is different when they're inviting. Like, oh, follow me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and that goes along with Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all these social media outlets then make it more of a blend. Yeah. Which is dangerous. It's interesting. It's interesting because I was, we just talked about fantasy football. This trade, I was talking to, because we have like a little chat room in one of my leagues where we sit and talk junk all day right. while we're supposed to be doing work. Right. So we sit and talk to each other. And one of the guys was like, oh, uh, I wouldn't have Tom Brady on my fantasy team. And I'm like, why? Because he cheated the Eagles in the Super Bowl? And he was like, no, not at all. Because he, he, pa- he cheated the Panthers in the Super Bowl? Because he cheated. Because he cheated. Because they've cheated? No. He said, because he's a Trump supporter. And Brady's I said, a Trump supporter? Oh, yeah. Well, if he has Trump. Well, yeah. If you ask Trump, everybody's yeah. a Trump supporter. Has, yeah. I know. I, I believe he's a Republican, though. Yeah, I think that's true. He walked out of that press conference. He didn't even answer the question. They asked him about about that. So he said he wouldn't have him because he's a Trump supporter. Side note on that. That's not fucking locker room talk. I've been in the locker room several fucking times. Yeah, I've never heard that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get deep into that. But but, but with with this thing, 
I'm like, I just want the fantasy points. If he's going to throw five touchdowns a week, I don't care who he's voting for. Right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't right. matter exactly. to me. But that's different because it's fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, Is it? <laughs> I think it's different. Tom Brady is on my fucking – he's my starting quarterback against you this week. Right. So I hope he does throw five touchdowns. And even though he's a Trump supporter, you're not about to drop him. I'm going to grab him. You somewhere. see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I just – I don't know. I don't get into the – I don't. But here's the thing. And, like, he's not going to address that because doesn't he have daughters and – Yeah. Like, why would he ever address that? He's just going to leave it alone and be like – but LeBron went there. Mm-hmm. They asked LeBron about it, and, and he, what he said say? that ain't locker room talk. He because said exactly what you not. just said. So, I, I mean, for me, I we we got into it because one of the guys in my league said, oh, I could never have Odell Beckham on my team. I said, why? Because he pr- little bitch. prances around <laughs> and he be twerking and all this stuff. I'm like, Antonio what Brown does that have to do with what does fantasy that have to do with fantasy football? <laughs> Actually, that makes me want to have him on my team more if he twerks like Antonio did. I haven't seen Odell twerk, but, but Mr. Brown did. This wasn't the kicker, though. Then my man said, he said, well, I just don't like it because it's got to do with the feminization of black men in America. Wait, what? Wait, what? I said, what? And I'm sitting there like, are you like dumbfounded by this conversation? I was dumbfounded. I'm like, by young, because young men, if you want to have sex with men, that's on you. But if you're going to, you know, do what? that as a grown man, kids are looking at that and what? Oh my gosh. So, so you know what? This, I know that I, when I play fantasy, I have my no NFC North rule, which, <laughs> which I understand. And which is equally ridiculous. Which negates anything that I'm about to say. But why, who cares about their political beliefs if they're scoring touchdowns and getting points for your fantasy league? That doesn't, that's just your way to attach to your fantasy team. That yeah. If you think that the people on your fantasy team is a reflection on who you are, Dude. that's a that's a a whole nother circle but of insanity. I, I knew people that wouldn't take Michael Vick when he fought the dogs. They were like, I'm not. He will not be yeah. on my fantasy team. What's the line? What is the line? NFC North. <laughs> is there a line for you, Sammy? A line where if a guy does this, I can't have him on my fantasy team. Mm. You, you in it for the money. <laughs> I'm in it for the points. I'm in it to beat Will. I just want to steal that a- fucking undefeated title from them. Sammy, babe, come on. You got to crawl before you listen, walk. You, know, you can't come you know, at the big me, dog. Now, listen, come on. When Bob beats you, I'm going to fucking laugh. Okay? <laughs> Am I playing Bob this week? No, you're playing me. Uh, Pay no, attention. You, oh, no. You, you're big D's and sack D's. What is it? No, uh, First off. <laughs> big D's and sack. What? It's something uh, like that. Good sax and big D. That's it. Good sax and big or no, D. no, no. I think it's big sax and good D. Big sax and good D. Big sax and good D. Yeah. So we play this week. I saw that. I said, "Oh, okay." Huh? That's why when you said Bob, huh. like, I play Bob this week. Huh? So you, I don't know, Sam. I don't, I don't know if you're gonna beat me. I'm pretty tough. I'm undefeated now. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm the big dog. You know. Speaking of undefeated, weren't the Eagles undefeated prior to this week? Yeah. <laughs> and then but what happened? Ryan it was Matthews a trap game. plays running back for us, and he can't hold on to the ball <laughs> when that's all he needs to do. Like, all you had to do was go down and hold on to the ball. And what does he do? Fumble it so Detroit can kick a field goal and win the game. That's what he did. We got an angry text from Will at the end of the game. It was like, <laughs> we did. We lost to the Lions. Yo, who loses to the Lions? No offense, Brian. <laughs> I too loses to the Lions. 
I don't know. I don't know it. what to tell you about that. We had Theo okay. Riddick out there looking like Barry Sanders. I could not believe that first time. Like, just let everybody run wild. Like, you get a point. Like Oprah giving away cars. You get a first down. You get a touchdown. You get a point. You get a point. You get a point. I don't think she emphasizes the you so much, but, you know, she, we'll work she, on it. How did she say it? She's not so angry. What's, right. She wasn't angry when she, she, she did it? She was not it? so no. angry, no. You get a car! <laughs> yes. Almost. That was exactly like it. Oh. Well, yeah. I, I, I But, Brian, you handled it with humility and class. Which is what I expect. He from sent you. back a video of him twerking <laughs> I didn't with get a lion. Did you know? I did. Just sitting that and it didn't come to me. <laughs> yeah. Humility. No, I can't. As a Lions fan, you don't get to rub people's faces and stuff. You can't. I can't. You know, if the Lions happen to beat you know your team by a field goal at the last minute because something bad happened, I can't, I don't get to go nah, because. I got nothing. I got I got one playoff victory in my lifetime. Wow. So there's nothing I I can say that's not – because you can go like, well, four NFC championship games in a row. If I go work for the Lions, they'll start winning. That may be true. I I know because look at the Panthers this year. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, that's not – it's not looking good for the Panthers right now either. They've got some issues. (laughs) And Cam picked an awful time. You know what? Daniel was like – why is everybody sleeping on the Falcons when I was talking about the Falcons? And I go, I'm not sleeping on them. I just fucking hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not it, me denying that they're good. It's me not liking yeah. them. The Falcons might be good. The Falcons. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. Now they beat are where the Panthers were last year in that they're playing well. They're getting their groove and the bounces are going their way. And it's just it, like the Panthers. They, exactly. The Panthers exactly had, like the Panthers. The Panthers were good last year, but they also had a lot of lucky breaks last mm-hmm. year. Mm. How many close games did the Panthers win in their uh, a lot in that run? A lot, yeah. Well, like we'll, the Giants being one of them. Right. We will find out about Atlanta this week because they go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's hard to win. And Seattle's coming off a bye week, so they've had two weeks to get ready for this. Yeah. And they're at home. Yeah. If, if Atlanta can go up there and win, sign me up. No. Sign me no, up. Uh-uh. I'm a believer. They're, the- they're, they they are in the contender category yeah. in the NFC right now. Yeah. My well, contenders yeah. are Minnesota. Okay. First off, Minnesota's it. good, Brian. That Don't hurts. you do that. that hurts I'm sorry. Heart. Minnesota is good. They're that really hurts. good. They're Stop undefeated. Stop only talking. Undefeated I'm going to kill your league. mics. I'm going to kill your mics right now. <laughs> um, but the NFC South is kind of a joke. Like, look at the rest of the teams. That's fair. That's fair. That, like, uh, no other team in fair. the NFC South really has a defense. That uh, Carolina-Tampa uh, Bay game on Monday night was a... Ugly. Oogly. <sighs> Oogly. Yeah. That was a terrible football didn't, game. Didn't even watch it, but I'll tell you how many drunk people had at the bar after the game. I don't like I really think the Panthers have just screwed the pooch on themselves I think ultimately I think the Panthers will put it together you know I still think they're probably I don't think it's gonna be a waste of a season yeah but it's the NFC South so really how hard is it to be in the playoffs right eight and eight nine and seven I think they I think they underestimated how much you need corners yeah really weird by the way Benet congrats to going to Miami Uh, did he get paid I don't think he got paid, but he got he got a out. job. Yeah, he's working. Oh yeah, because they dropped right, they dropped, waved him or whatever. Which is weird. That was a weird scenario. You because he just... gave up three hundred. Because no, no, no. I'm saying he gave up a quarter not of a because mile. Of that, but, <laughs> but normally you bench someone because of that. You don't. You don't just cut them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the practices weren't looking good. Or something. Apparently not. And you know he had, like he self admitted. Like uh, my leg, I broke my leg less than a year ago. Like I'm still getting back into football shape. 
Yeah. And to be fair, the Panthers made yeah. zero adjustments. In an interview after the game. <laughs> and uh, they, was it Bradbury? Is that the is that? number 24? Uh, sure. Anyways, whoever replaced Josh Norman with number and everything went out early. So then Benet was like, no, um, number 24. Oh. Whoever the replacement for Josh was, um, a rookie. I don't think they've replaced him. No, they didn't. <laughs> but he went out early with turf toe or whatever. Yeah. And Benet was like, I'll cover him. That was a terrible decision because it ultimately got him cut. <laughs> yeah. He threw himself on top of a grenade. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which was under a bus. And and by the way, and it didn't save anybody. Him to Miami. Right. <laughs> Which was under a bus. I yo, listen, I'm sorry. If you gave up three hundred yards to somebody, somebody gotta go. It ain't gonna be me. Right. Yeah. yeah. One of y'all gotta go. I'm just calling the plays. Hey, you got to go out there and cover him. I'm telling you to cover him, and he go for 300 yards. Somebody got to go. Yeah, everybody was telling me I didn't watch that game. I haven't been watching. You didn't watch the Atlanta game? It was, it was. No, I listened to the second half of it while I was painting my shelves. This was um, brisket yeah. day. Oh, so you, right, listen, yeah. you listened to the second half of Julio? Yeah, I guess. I so didn't, what I did it sound like? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he only had 220 when she tuned in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I say. Do you guys remember the handheld uh, football game, which was just like the little red dots, the little click, 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 I only had three ready. I got to call my choreographer. I used my whole season's worth of dances in the third quarter. 300 yards. I heard at the end of the game, I heard the interview with uh, Matt Ryan saying, Mm -hmm. like, oh, you broke the whatever record. And then with Julio. But that was it. Damn. That's all he saw. And then I was off to get some meat. From a meat man. Oh, we got Yeah, we got to talk about that. We, We had a podcast dinner. Yeah, but well, we, we already talked about it. Oh, y'all talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. We can Sorry. talk again though. Yeah, that's right. I did. I, I. He wants you to praise his meat. I'm gonna go ahead and self-report and say <laughs> that I didn't listen to the podcast this that's past right, that's week. Fine. Give me the prices right, drop. He was right. listen. This is why it's because he was still in the food coma from eating the brisket, and we understand. That brisket was. Oh wait, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. I, that's okay. But I didn't. I I didn't listen. And that's all right. You're being replaced. Yeah. I feel like that might be happening, but I, the brisket was off the chain. I brought my wife, Sammy came and brought some, what'd you bring? You brought tea and you brought salad, coleslaw, potato salad. Potato salad. I brought potato coleslaw. salad and yeah. coleslaw. Yeah. And tea. And Brian hooked up the meat and we, I mean, I ate. And, and Tara ate hooked up the and, drinks. And, and Tara, Tara being yeah. his wife. <laughs> Yo, and we just, we had a great time. It was fun. You yeah. had the little lights on the on the deck on the, on the patio. Porch. It was yeah. nice. Just yeah. a nice cat night. Was grubbing. The cat was eating the meat <laughs> off the plate <laughs> the in the kitchen. The cat got up on the counter. That cat, your cat, just went ahead and said, "F it, sticking my whole face." This is right. this is worth big the being yelled at. <laughs> Man, yeah, that cat was like, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. He was blowing. We will, uh, That's weird. We'll do that again. And I and you, Brian, was nice enough to give me a bag of meat, mm-hmm. and that lasted about a day. <laughs> I'm surprised it even lasted that long. Yo, I sat at home. I took off work out of the bag. and I sat home and I ate that meat. <laughs> and I would wake up and eat more meat. 
Straight out the bag, it was, out the it fridge. It was right next to his pillow. He's like, <laughs> I, I didn't have time to wait for a microwave. My body's 98.6. I ate the meat straight up. We, uh, I will say that every meal I had at home from Monday through about Thursday involved brisket in one form or another. We I, made we made brisket mac and cheese. Damn. Oh, that made, sounds amazing. It was so good. Yeah, it was... It, because I ended up getting two briskets, not just one, because one of them was kind of small. So, yeah. so uh, we went ahead and got two. And there was quite a bit left over. But it, yeah, thanks. It was really, really fun. And it was. we'll have to do that again. Yeah, we'll have to do that. We definitely have to do that again. How often should we do it? Every couple months? How about every week? Every Sunday? <sighs> every Sunday. Every Sunday I'm going to spend 11 hours. I can't front, though. It slows <laughs> you down. If you eat a ton of brisket. Yeah. Oh, it does. Like, you yeah. don't, you're not very ambitious. <laughs> no. You just like what no, is I'm it all? I'm pretty sure I did nothing the rest of that night. So. Oh yeah, I got up the next day. Like, what is it all for? And I just <laughs> got back in the bed. This? I yeah, I didn't go to work. I just ate brisket all day. Why don't we? Uh, let's take a break. Let's take a break because we got shit to talk about in the second segment. Oh yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll be back. Oh, these shows, though, coming oh up my in, God. in uh, through the rest of the month of October. Tom Segura, tonight, if you're listening to us on the 14th and the 15th in town here at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Also, uh, the 15th, the afternoon of the 15th, tickets moving fast for this one, Doug Benson. Special 420 show live podcast recording of Doug Loves Movies that take place at 420 in the afternoon on Saturday. October 15th, 2016. 420? 420, get it? Uh-uh. That's hilarious. 420, Josh Johnson. Did I, 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 I just say 420 again? I did April, you? Uh, April, October 16th. Good Lord. Put me to bed. Josh Johnson <sighs> will be in town one night only. Fight night. Johnson. Back on the 18th. Nemer will be in town on the 20th. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Tom Arnold, the 21st and 22nd. <laughs> Uh, I just saw that in the bathroom. Uh, Herb McCandless, he's a hypnotist. You know uh, I'm I, not coming to that you show. You know I love the hypnotist. I've worked with Herb. That's a funny dude. That's going to be yeah. a good show. On the 26th, one night only, hypnotist Herb McCandless. Nice of you to join us. On the 26th, and Mike Lawrence in town. I'm looking forward to uh, the Mike Lawrence show. He won the uh, Jeff Ross Presents Roast Battle on uh, Comedy Central this ah. last year. That dude is a, he's, he's Very really good at the roasting. Guy. As they call him, Mike Lawrence, MLKO. <laughs> he's a really, really funny guy. You're definitely going to want to see that show. So, uh, as always, uh, you can contact the Comedy Zone. Uh, you can go straight to the box office to get your tickets. You can uh, check them out at... Uh, Do it early, because waiting in line sucks. It does suck. CLTComedyZone.com uh, is the website and uh, social media accounts at Comedy Zone, CLT. Uh, for the websites as for social media for us uh, you can go to I am Will Jacobs Twitter and Instagram Comedian Will Jacobs on Facebook and my website which is about to debut I am Will check me out we'll have to promote that in the four weeks you're gone anyways you can catch me at Sammy on air S-A-M-M-I on air and uh, Brian if people were inclined where would they go to follow you yeah I'm at ncbalto72 on Twitter whatever uh, <laughs> you can follow the show at uh, the CZ podcast on Twitter find uh, the show on Facebook as well t- and as to listen to the show iTunes Stitcher uh, Google Play Music YouPorn YouPorn especially the YouPorn uh, 
Yeah, that's it. Tell two friends about us. Everybody needs funny in their life. Let the comedy zone help you with that. Makes sense. Welcome no. back. Yes. No. Eve of destruction. No. Were you listening to the lyrics? I wasn't listening don't to the lyrics. You have to listen to the. Oh. To don't you understand what I'm trying to say? No. Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? Okay, you repeating the, the lyrics right, no right after away. does not help. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave, Sammy. It's bound to scare you. Over and over again. Eve of Destruction. Welcome back. <laughs> well, wait, that was wait, exciting. Wait. No, I think I've heard enough of the song for my life. All right, I'm done. <laughs> oh, so, Brian? You were, you were in your phone, but I was like, well, you better make eye contact with me and make sure that I'm not the only one who does not approve of this song. So, Brian, go, go ahead. the and, end of the world. So, that, so, explain the music choice for everybody. We are... Potentially. What's I the thought he was today? about to quote the lyrics again. The 14th. We're on the eve of destruction. We are less than a month now away from potentially electing. No. Potentially elect. He, he is one day away. For, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm hoping. I'm saying it's come far enough where it's no longer funny. Is what I'm saying. That's like saying we're on the eve of, of destruction. the Cleveland Browns potentially beating the Patriots. Like, at the Patriots. A, is it possible? At the yeah. Patriots. Technically, yeah. on it's the possible. Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> is that we're on the eve of Greg Hardy beating Bones Jones next week? <laughs> this is the like we're on the like we're on the eve that way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like, let's be realistic about this. It's unlikely. However, it's, it's more than unlikely. It's close enough to happening that it's terrifying. Yeah, and okay. I think there's been a lot of damage done. That well, that's part I yeah. can I can ride with you. My mom brought up a good point. She was like, you know, it was to disqualify all the other Republican candidates. He used the media to do that, and now he wants to flip the script and say the media is being mean to him and blah 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 blah. You can't have it both ways. You know what? Keep that going. Let's let's try to do this entire segment without saying his name. We've already done it. Okay. He who shall not be named. Yes. His name shall not be spelled. So we will we will talk about it with, because I've heard his name enough. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. has. Let's yeah. stop giving him fucking. We all know who. So we won't say the name. It's right. like we'll a Harry about. Potter when you can't say the. Yeah. Voldemort. What? Yeah. Oh, I said it. <laughs> so what were you saying? Don't say me. I'm sorry. Anyway, she was saying you can't have it both ways. You know, you use the media to disqualify all these other actually qualified Republicans. Not that I was a fan of them either, but. You use the media to disqualify all of them, and then now you're crying because they're not being nice to you, and the media is blah, 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 and it's twi- No, you can't have it both ways. Mm. It's one or the other. You use it, and you like the benefits and the deficits that it gives you, or you don't use it at all. So you're saying the media helped get you here. Yeah. So you can't complain now right. that they... Yeah, you were sensationalized, and now you're scrutinized. It doesn't matter. Like, you have to take both sides of it. And this was of course a particularly uh disgusting week because of the comments that we heard right and let me just say if i was 
let's say I'm the pastor of a church. Mm -hmm. Okay. And all of a sudden a video comes out that 10 years ago I said, um, fuck all these Christians. They're all going to hell. I just want their money. Okay. Now let's fast forward to 10 years and I'm now leading the church and that comes out. Then yeah, my credibility is a little shit. Yeah. My opinions obviously haven't, and though I may have changed and I don't speak like that anymore, it's still there. And it means at one point my character was that. Mm-hmm. And those were my views. Mm-hmm. And let's just say within the past 10 years, I've said a couple questionable things that also lead to me being a money hungry, anti-God person. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I shouldn't be leading the church. Mm. Mm. Period. Point blank. Right. So you can't say, well, 10 years ago I said that and it was stupid and it was on a bus. No, your wife is pregnant at home. And you said, because you're a big name, you can do whatever you want to females. Hmm. Some females might be okay with that because you're a celebrity. Is it okay that you grab somebody and have your way with them because you're a celebrity? Fuck no. Mm. Mm. No. Uh, Trevor Noah did a, uh, I saw that. a sketch, mm-hmm. and he said, let me ask you which is worse. Yeah. You know, and he does this proper white guy imitation. And then he's like, uh, and she said no. And then I proceeded to have sex with her anyways. Or you go to a more slang person and he's like, and then she said no. So I, d- I guess I didn't get any pussy. Which one's worse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if people, because he's saying it and they've already sold their soul for all the other crazy shit he said. And it's okay. <sighs> Yeah, I <clears throat> I think that at this point you I think I think what we're seeing is a lot of Republicans in the down ballot races, mm-hmm. like House, Senate. You see some of them kind of leaving, like getting out of there, and I think it's all political calculation. Oh, no question. Cuz at yeah. this point they're looking at that like this guy's about to cost me. Right. My job. My job. Right. I don't know a in in your right mind, how you can have a vagina and vote for him. <laughs> I'm dead that's serious. That's strong. That's how fair, could you? Yeah, or, or, With as many assaults and rapes that happen and go unreported or uncharged, just looking yeah. at the rape cases that these guys were brought to and because they're white and privileged, they don't get fucking jail time or they get four months or whatever. And then you have a guy like this. Shouts out you're to Brock pro- Turner. Yeah, you're <laughs> promoting the fucking culture, the rape culture, that is already overtaking the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how you can have. By a the vagina. way, you're just joined the political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about politics. Right. I don't know how you can, as you said, have a vagina or be a person of color or be a human being or be anything other than a mainstream right. white guy, right? And vote for Trump. It's tough, right? Don't. Why are you both looking at me? Because you're the only mainstream <laughs> white guy <laughs> we have in the room. Uh. Because Captain Privilege, <laughs> we, <laughs> we know why we look at That's my favorite superhero. <laughs> Captain Privilege. Captain Privilege. What would my superpower be as Captain Privilege? Your superpower is being be. white. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just show up and stand there. <laughs> just be in all the wrong areas at the wrong times, but be white. And you're good. Just be white. Just be white. And oh, stand no, no. There. He's white. He's good. He's fine. Don't worry He's about fine. it. 
Captain Privilege. Could be my power of oppression. Would that be my? <laughs> yeah, my, my, you could be my, right. My... Yes, yes. You, your superpower is uh, being oblivious. <laughs> I think his sidekick is Brock Turner, right? <laughs> yeah. You say things like, "All you got to do is comply." Like you say things <laughs> yeah, like that. That's it. You say all the white privilege no. things. Yeah, just say no, no, no. That's a, a gun. Locker room talk. Give me a break. <laughs> Captain Privilege. You we need to make that a character. That, yeah, really. we're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, if you're listening right now, we're gonna work on this. Don't yep. think this is just gonna yeah. go Captain away. Captain Privilege will be back. Captain Privilege will be back. We'll be back next week he's with a new episode. Go, uh, he's got to go play around a golf, but he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> They're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> All lives matter. That's good times. Okay. I got to get my mind off of things, Captain Privilege. Now I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 They don't like you discussing their privilege. They never. That's right. Things Captain Privilege would say. So if you're listening right now and you want to tweet us, tweet the show. Hashtag things Captain Privilege (laughs) would say. Yes, things Captain Privilege would say. I think my music's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All this equipment belongs to me. (laughs) 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 No, listen to the lyrics. It's the lyrics. This is taking a turn, Brian. This? Well, <laughs> it's about me all of a sudden. So, Again. But really, you, you're you, the superhero. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, that's my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shirt. It is. You'll notice today. <laughs> but that's you You do make a great point, though. I mean, it's, it, it is kind of tough. But I'm telling you, people are conflicted with Hillary. I mean, it's the lesser of two evils for some people. Right. But my point is... I and one, he who shall not be named, yeah. and Bill Clinton mm-hmm. were friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, for him to go, Psh, let me throw him under the bus. What a shit Bill's friend! Like, Hold on a minute, he broke. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, he was sitting at the debate. Like, oh like man, I shared that on the golf course. Like you motherfucker. I, t- I thought we were friends. <laughs> Trump was yeah. like, I got that line from him. <laughs> Bill's like, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> Well, what's interesting too, the, the okay, like last Sunday night was at the same time the most fascinating and the single most uncomfortable night of television I think I've ever seen. Ninety minutes out of the debate, he trots out Clinton's quote unquote victims. You know, and not saying that what they, but I didn't he, see that part. He, the, oh. he like paraded them in. Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't watch. I'm not watching because it makes me. Yeah, you didn't Sick. miss. If you were looking for anything I know, positive, I know. I literally you didn't miss just anything. read the highlights. Yeah. Well, okay. So it was coming out of everything that had happened from the bus video on Friday. Sure. Which was like late on Friday. Right. So all of that carries over into Sunday night. Ninety minutes before the debate, there's this photo op in the hotel that that he whose name shall not be spoken is is staying in, and he's got a panel. Is it one of his hotels? <laughs> I don't know. Does he have hotels in St. Louis? I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was because there wasn't any gold. Okay. All right. Um. So in this photo op, he trots out like four or five, like Paula Jones, you know, all these people that Clinton either was Monica there. She was not there, either assaulted or had relationships with, or whatever. So including the woman who was twelve at the time uh, that of 
uh, the Hillary Clinton's uh, video where she defended the guy who supposedly attacked the 12 year old girl and then was seen on tape laughing about it, which has since been debunked. Um, so he trots out all these women and is like, you know, all these women are, you know, victims of the Clintons and blah, 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 blah. And then it showed the rest of the U.S. population go, these are all victims of you, sir. Yeah. Well, well, but then, I mean, this is, you know, an hour or 90 minutes before the debate, which was right. already going to be uncomfortable. Right. You know, and he's like, you know, all these women will be at the debate and they'll be oh. sitting. And it was, it was smarmy. So. Smarmy? Now, though, smarmy. That's what Captain Privilege says. Oh. So, smarmy. <laughs> smarmy. Bum, it, it, it was smarmy. So, uh, flash forward now to this week. You know, all these women now, you know, coming out of the woodwork saying that he whose name shall not be spoken assaulted them or groped them at some point or acted inappropriately and towards them. And you had them. to know that that and would they're happen. they're all liars. But you, you know had I mean? to have known course, that that was going to happen. Of course. You know, but the difference is he trots out, you know, these women as being victims and as being right you know and but then not liars. a week later now they're all liars and horrible people because he's and, being oh accused. look at her you think i would assault her please i'm better than that he's which he but, said which yes. is just a self-imploding thing side note uh i had a friend of mine post on facebook of course hillary is going to basically slut shame these females that are coming out with this because and he said what wife that chooses to stay with their husband ever sides with the side piece any female that's been cheated on is like she's a whore he's terrible but she's a whore and i'm not saying that that's okay but you can't expect a different reaction when that's what happens well uh, i think i just thought that was an interesting perspective because it's true why would you ever side with them and then also stay with the guy yeah my my wife wouldn't have stayed with the guy uh (laughs) And your work wife wouldn't stay with you either if you cheat on me. Okay, so right. That's but that's a good thing you ended things with that other girl who was here before. (laughs) But that is that is part of how privilege operates and how the absence of privilege operates. Like part of not being privileged. Oh, is it about to be another saying? Is to yeah, is to have the actions of others imputed on to you. Like if I'm with a group of people and I've been in these situations where you see a black guy on TV that's accused of a mugging or something like that. Right. And then as a black person, a lot of times you feel, oh, why did that happen? Because now they're going to think, they're going to look at me. It's a stereotype. As if I know that dude. Right. You know what I mean? We're not all related. Or as a woman. Yeah. The absence of privilege is having the sins of your husband. Right. Imputed on to you. Right. Hillary didn't do that stuff. Yeah. Now you can say the shaming and everything else. And right. That part is whatever it is. Right. But in terms of, uh, th- that's a false equivalence. Yeah. False equivalency to say that Donald Trump did these things. No. Bill Clinton did these things. Hillary's running. It. Hillary's running. Oh, give me the. Will has been fired. Thanks everybody, everybody for listening to the comedy. <laughs> I, I ruined it. I ruined it. Mute me out on that. I tried. I tried. I was like, no. So we just had to kill him because Captain Privilege said oh, so. Oh, well, you made the rule, didn't you? I did. And then I broke the rule. You broke your own rule. Wow, Which is something Captain Privilege would do. And what yeah, Mr. Orange nice, Hairpiece would do as well. I feel like we should just come up with other names for him. I just feel like I could just unzip myself and right. outsteps a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Oh. But that is yeah, no. That, that's something that Captain Privilege would not. He say. He would not say. He would right. not say. I'm sorry. But that's part of how it works. He would is say, that, "I can relate." Yeah. <laughs> but that's part of how it works. Is that the things that the husband does all of a sudden becomes yeah, the Clintons? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. no, that was Bill Clinton. Hillary's running for yeah. president. Right. But, but that's when all he's got. Though. But nobody yeah. looks at the but Unabomber. You're, right. you're now. You're now right. digging for scraps. Right. Right. And nobody looks at the Unabomber or Timothy McVeigh and puts that on Brian. Right. Brian's I able do. to be his own person. I do. Nobody looks at. Some of the other creeps you see on right. TV and puts it on Brian. Right. But that's how privilege works. Yeah, you don't right. look at Gerald Fogel, Jared Jared yeah. Fogel, and look and, at me. And look and go, at Brian. Yeah. But yeah. you'll is look that at the, the guy. guy? Yeah. yeah. But you'll look at the guy that, you know, is accused of whatever on TV and then look at me. Right. Because I don't have that privilege. But listen, you know what was kind of nice nice this year? Not the conviction because it was bullshit. But uh, everybody on social media posting Brock turner's face and going this is the face of a rapist don't you let him get away with this right now that he's out in society you better everybody fucking better know that guy's face yeah and we've created a culture which is which kind of talk a you know goes culture, into yeah, yeah I, like sammy has a you know a really i mean sammy has a story that that you know i do so friday night which when, when did this video come out friday the video came out friday night yeah like like late it was kind of a news dump friday night so it, it okay. was after it was like late Friday evening. Right. Yeah. That sounds like something you should be a part of. A dump. A news yeah. dump. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I was waiting outside for my boyfriend to pick me up. And a guy walks by, young guy, my height, walks by and goes, oh, you need a ride? And I go, no, I'm waiting for my boyfriend. And I know I've already told you this, but so the listeners know, I'm not flirting with this guy. My face says eat shit and die. And I said, no, I'm waiting on my boyfriend. Just like that. No yeah. cutesy inflection. No, no flirty. No, 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 like fuck off. And the guy touches my hip, and I said, don't fucking touch me. And he goes, oh, my bad, and rubs his hand against my vagina. Mm. And I said, don't fucking touch me. Mm. Mm. So that is what we're creating. The fact that somebody thinks it's okay, yes, that could be the degrees of sexual assault are very broad. But the fact that he thinks that's okay to touch somebody that he doesn't fucking know and I just couldn't even react. I was so in shock. Like, did that really just fucking happen? Like, mm. did this guy really think, one, that that was okay? And two, that I would be like, oh, okay, let me just mm. hop on it. Mm. And I was in such shock that that is what we're promoting that's okay. Mm-hmm. You have things like that happen with Brock Turner. And this guy was not a white, fratastic boy. Okay, but he was nicely dressed. He was out at a club. And if I saw him again, I probably wouldn't recognize him. So he would have blended in with a crowd. Much like Brock Turner, what if? And this is a, this was a black male. It was a light skinned guy, light-skinned so he looked guy. mixed. Yeah, but he would have blended in with any club crowd. Right. And there were people out. I'm not in a bathroom. Like this is on the side of the street. Yeah. the street in an uptown busy location, while it's raining outside. Like it's just insane to me. So then you have things like this come out, uh, where you know the misogynist says this shit and people are like, let's yuck it up. Yeah. It's a funny statement because it's so fucking ridiculous, but it's not funny when I tell people at work about it. I told a bunch of the girls because I'm by far the toughest girl in that little crew. Yeah. Wait, first of all, make no mistake. You're the toughest person in this room right now. Oh, thanks. So don't, <laughs> so don't sell yourself. <laughs> Unless Will finds that guy to, right. and then not so much. Yeah. But so I'm telling the girls because I don't want them to walk out or something worse happen to them because then I would feel bad that I kept it to myself. So then I tell my bar manager and one of the bar backs goes, oh, he Donald Trump to you. I'm like, yeah, it would have been funny had it been a hypothetical, but it actually happened. So it's not fucking yeah. funny. 
Anyways, I just think it gets to the point where it's not okay, but hearing this and making light of it over and over and over, and I'm guilty of being like, oh, yeah, I grabbed today by the pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you make so light of it that then you become uh, desensitized from it. Yes. It's the same yeah. with violence. Yes. You see it in movies, and it's graphic violence, but it doesn't phase you. Yeah. But if you saw it in front of you, would you have a different reaction? Because right. now you're so used to it. Right. There is an element of his supporters who, I mean, clearly, I mean, you know, now you're seeing people. I saw a photo of one of his supporters at one of his rallies yesterday or the day before, a woman with a shirt on that says, you know, so-and-so can grab me by the pussy anytime. No fucking way. Yeah. What a dumb female. I'm right. sorry. Like right. your vagina should be just so shut because I don't want you breeding any other stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. And I will do the sewing for you. It's opened up a, a lot of. I'll grab you and sew it shut. His, his rhetoric. And like, you know, we talked about going in, you know, if you don't believe in the power of words, if you don't believe in the power of ideas, if you don't believe in the power just look at past, of rhetoric. Yeah. Just look at past examples of horrible example, examples right. of rhetoric being so powerful. Right. We, we, he has said. Will is getting worked up over there. I can feel it. I can feel it. He hasn't said a word in five minutes. That's right. He said, I think this movement has set, you know, has set civil rights and, you know, equal rights issues in this country back decades. And it's going to take a long, long time for this country, I think, to recover from the damage that he's done, no matter what happens on November. Right. Uh, you know, I think <clears throat> I think part of this, <clears throat> part of why I didn't have much to say is because um, I think that when we're talking about women's bodies and how women feel about their bodies and what people, I think too often we have men talking about women's bodies, whether it's. Uh, discussions about abortion, whether it's discussions about uh, how women carry themselves sexually or what they do sure. or what I just I just there's just too many guys talking about women. So, you know, in moments like that, I just want to hear and I respect your opinion, too, of course, Brian, but I just want to hear from Sammy. Right. You know, because I, I just think too often men are talking about stuff right. that women experience. And, right. and it's important to just shut the fuck up and listen sometimes. Right. You know, when you're when you're talking about disagree. what people go through. Yeah, I think a lot of times people get their own opinions because they've never been in that situation. You guys spoke about this when I told you that scenario before we even started recording. Like, hey, we can bring it up if you want. But I do think it's important to get out like how how far this has gone. Yeah. It, and people think it's okay. He had no I'm sure he didn't lose a wink of sleep. Yeah. Over doing that. Did I? Yeah. I yeah. lost all my makeup. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you and I have talked about this before, the things that you go through. Yeah. As an as a female, you know, let right. alone as an as an attractive female, what well, things that you have to deal with, you know, on an almost daily and or nightly basis that I can't, you know, and you and I have had the have 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 had the conversation as well that I can't even begin to wrap my head around because I don't a I'm not attractive and I'm white. So, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so <there's>, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say like, so that happened Friday night. Let's fast forward to Monday. I bartended during the Panthers game. And after the Panthers game, we got busy because everybody was drunk and angry that we lost to the Bucks, And they should have been. Anywho, I had a guy um, go meet me down at the end of the bar. 
And I thought it was because he wanted to buy a beer for the guy next to him because he kept trying. And the guy was like, no, I have a tab. I'll buy my own. Pretty much saying, like, I don't want to talk to this guy. So I go down to the end of the bar. And as I'm going down there, he goes, I'm not going to Donald Trump you. So it has now become something. And I understand that it's funny. But that happening to me on Friday, it's not fucking funny to me. And I go, okay, that makes me want to come and talk to you. Yeah. So then the guy tells me, he asked me, what's the question he asked me? Where can I find some strip clubs? Again, that's something that Captain Privilege would say. So I, I'm like, I don't know. There's some like, put it in your phone, Google it. Yeah. Why are you making me tell you? Why we have Yelp? Right. So as I'm walking away, he goes, Oh, are you voting for Donald Trump? And I look at him and I go, Fuck no. And kept moving. And I don't ever discuss politics or religion in the bar. It's just a rule of thumb. You don't do it. Yeah. But that guy, no. And he asked me five more times where to find a strip club. And I said, Look, guy, you got to put it in your phone. I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. Thanks for the two dollars on ten dollar tap. Yeah, and if you're <laughs> if you're if you're well, that's twenty percent. Dun 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 That um, I'm going to Donald Trump you or any version of that is is right. is not funny. Well, I think there's t- nothing funny. About I, well, it's I think there are it's it's not funny. There are levels that you you know. My brother had posted something that said "grab today by the pussy." Okay. I honestly, I cringe at that stuff now. I I, honestly, I cringe. Because you're like, it's real to you. If somebody would have just said that, you know what I mean? If it would have been part of a comedy sketch, totally different. But the fact that that was an actual fucking saying that somebody reasoned with logically, I'm a big name. I can grab whoever I want. Nobody. No. Yeah. As in B-U-D-D-Y, not nobody. And I think I think people have to in these moments, I think the easy thing to do is is go uh, tis tis. Trump shouldn't do ugh, jump. Damn it. Jump. Uh, it's OK. Ooh, I said it, but I was quoting. So. Okay. This might be my last. <laughs> well, it will I'm be for this. But uh, it's easy for people to point at him and, and say Slap that. On the wrist. And yeah. that's important. We have to we yeah. have to call that what yeah. it is. But also we have to look. At ourselves, how many times have we told yeah. a joke like that? How many times have we listened to a song right. that glorifies that kind of stuff? Right. And we just rock with it. Yeah. Now, the one thing I will say about all that is none of those cats are running for president. Right. Right. right? That that's the, the and the, the, none of them are role models for you. None of them are role models. The like because I've heard people go, oh well, I heard that in a rap song, and they're not running for president. Right. Like the president trying to. The, right. And the president should be setting the tone. Right. For, you think Barack Obama would ever say that? Ever, 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 no. ever, no. ever. ever. Like, the, like the president should be setting the tone for standards right. and decency in the right. country. That should be coming you, from that, the top. That should be the dad or mom role where yes. it's someone to look up to. Yes. Even if, even if they're younger than me. Our kids should be able to look. Right. I'm an adult. I can separate stuff, but these kids are having their no. little minds and formed that, right now. That's one of the powerful messages that um, the Clinton campaign put out is showing all these little girls hearing on the television right. what he's saying about females and that's true and if you support a can if you support a candidate and the best you can say is but she did this if that's the best you had yeah, yeah. like what's sink piling like what or dish piling but what he did that other? but she did this yeah, yeah. it's like well, your candidate stinks yeah well and it's still even if you want to bring up you know, Bill Clinton in comparison to what he, whose name shall not be spoken, has done, it is still significantly different because Bill Clinton, even with Monica, 
Lewinsky, you're talking about the action of two consenting adults. Not that Bill Clinton is a saint. Yeah, but you're no, talking, and nobody's talking about that. the action of two consenting adults. Bill Clinton, right. according to all reports, did not force himself on Monica Lewinsky. She was a willing participant. Yeah, he didn't force her mouth on his right cigar. Johnson. <laughs> is Lyndon Johnson? Gary <laughs> yes. Johnson? Or is Andrew Johnson? He's so, Gary Johnson. <laughs> Aleppo? What's Aleppo? <laughs> Whereas we're talking about he whose name shall not be spoken, who is bragging about forcing himself on, and that he can get away with it, saying almost like she she asked for it because I'm a celebrity, right? With a guy named Billy Bush. Oh, and the thing that nobody's talking about. Well, he got let go, didn't he? um, It's up in the air right now. He's going to sue NBC. It sounds like if he gets let go, who knows? He, he Billy Bush referred to himself as Bushy at some point in that video. Can we talk about that for a second? Did he really? Did he really? Yeah. What a douche. We said, "Hey, you got a hug for Donald Trump? He just got off the bus or whatever." And then, oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then he goes, well, "What about me? You got yeah. a hug for Bushy or whatever?" And it's like, well, that, that, that's Bushy. It's, I think that was an '80s porn star. <laughs> so hold on, what is hold on, what is Billy Bush suing for? Because he got let go from the network. Because of that, but what was he? What's well, his claim? if he gets let go from that, right now he's just suspended. He hasn't been fired yet. I think his claim is that is that you know his role as a they as will an lose interviewer so many viewers too, right. if they keep him. Right. He's even though I mean his defense. You know, this was ten oh, years yeah, ago. His this. defense is, well, you know, I was young and I. You were thirty three and you had two kids, mother effer. You are not. You that's are, motherfucker. You are old. Those. Of, yeah, that's something Captain those, Privilege would say. <laughs> for those swearing and you pain. mother effer. <laughs> but it, it, you were not young. You were not just starting out. You were thirty three years old. Well, There's, and it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. You should know after the age of five what is okay to say and what is not okay. If you're, to your point, it's about how you're raised. Your parents should have said, no, you're not going to treat women like that. Right. All of the, all of the isms work that way. Sexism, racism. Yeah. uh, uh, Privilegeism. I mean, all all of them, homophobia, all of them work like that. You got to get this stuff. You got to be clear when the child, when your kids are playing in a sandbox and the, and the little kid goes, oh, no black kids today. Yeah. As a parent, you got to walk problem. over. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, you number one, nine times out of ten, they got it from you. But <laughs> right. but you got to walk over and they say, oh, you no, correct no girls in our thing. You got to walk over. Right. Like you got to get these kids when right. they, they learn it young and it just grows. So I have two stories on that. I have a friend who has two kids under the age of five. Well, one's five and one's two, I think. But they are specifically, one of the grandparents is very old school, very like, it still calls African-Americans coloreds, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, like way back in the day, set yeah. back there. And uh, my friend and her husband will get pissed and say, we don't teach our kids that. And you better not either. Because we teach them to love everybody equally. Mm-hmm. So on that same note, Daniel's family lives in Hickory. And his brothers, I've told you Daniel was adopted, but his mm-hmm. family that he was adopted by is um, black. Mm-hmm. So the his brothers are married to white women, mm-hmm. both named Crystal. We've talked about this. Yes. Um, but anyway, so Crystal um, was had her son there, and her son's adorable, and he's mixed, and was at a church yard sale, and heard overheard the kids say, "Oh, you know, we can't play with his type." Mm. That's a problem. That came from. That's at a church. Sale, H, yeah. like the irony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's just I there is a serious problem, and it's not with the kids. Right. It's what they're being fed. Right. Kids don't just come up with that. Kids right. just play yeah. with whoever wants to play. Exactly. Right. Because That's something they're somebody innocent. put in. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to assume in every situation like that, that came from your family. No question. You yeah. You know, and you gotta you gotta go over. I, I it's just like these babies, you have to you gotta teach them. Cause that you know, the the incident that uh Sammy just talked about, like at some point somebody had to intervene with that guy somewhere in his development. Right. To be like, you can't rub women by the vagina like yeah. that. You know what? But yeah. I I know of another guy and I slapped him previously because if when I went into the club, I heard about this going on to another girl and she was wearing a dress in a club and I was wearing a skirt at the time. But guys cupping your vagina as you walk by because it's in a crowd of people. That's not okay. That's not going to make anybody go home with you. That's going to make me want to punch you right in the dick. And then maybe kick you once you fall over. I mean, this, this, but like you said, man, I mean, it's, like there's a lot at stake mm-hmm. here, and you know in some ways we've already lost. Uh, but there's a lot at stake. Like, I think you're right. We have already lost. We will lose further if he gets elected. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think he has an opportunity. I think you know. I do think that smarter. I would like to think will, that. I would like to think that. Right, but there are I, so many good right. old boys. I know. And the, women the that are just to, right. The people have to turn out and vote. You know, we'd better have the highest voter turnout. That, I don't think we will. No, I don't so think many we people are going. I don't want right. to vote for either. Well, please, somebody keep him from getting in office. Right. I understand the I don't want to vote for either too. I get that, but you have to. You know, in this case, you know, we have to choose between shit on a stick and a shit sandwich. If that's your viewpoint. Which is which? So eh, Shit on a stick? Is that he, because he's got a stick? Does it matter? At least you get a little bread with the shit sandwich. That's right. But you, I mean, what? I get that viewpoint. But you still have to show up. You know, these are the way the system works. These are the choices we have. The other two, Jill Stein and the other guy who didn't know what Aleppo was, that they're non-factors. So... This is it. This is the way the system works. And maybe if there's a positive to come out of all this and the way that things have worked out, maybe this is the tipping point that causes change in the system or that causes enough you know, of, a, of an upheaval in our democracy that the next election, we don't have to go through this because people will see, well, you know, I don't want to do again, that again. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, and we could do a whole another podcast on my issues with the Clintons, but none of them have to do with no, you know, right? It's apples and oranges. What he did, right? I mean, I, you know, right? It's yeah, no. policy stuff. Right. But it's a tough. It's tough, but you got to get out there. And plus, the Supreme Court's on the line. I mean, right. the Supreme that those, right. those, and those things are going to affect the next forty years. So, which you that know, in itself that with a year left, Obama wasn't able to. That's a crock of shit. But that's another so, podcast. Yeah, that that's but that's you know we're talking about women's rights. We're talking about voting rights. We're talking about the and way policing done. We're talking about education. Yeah, all these things are on the line. Key in terms issues. Of the court. Citizens United. How much money super billionaires can dump into the political process. All that stuff's on the line. Right. So you know you got to see past what's in front of you at the moment and get out there and uh, say no to some things. Right. Yeah. There are some women who have said like I would give up my right to vote. I'm like. Oh my God! Are you what? Yeah. Can you read a history book? 
Yeah, just one. There's a very serious movement on social media right now to, and it'll never happen. But repeal the 19th. Repeal the 19th, which is which is absolutely crazy. It's nuts. Absolutely crazy. The people who fought for those are turning over in their graves. Right. So, and it's not just you know, it's not just the presidential race here in North Carolina. We have a very serious issue, no matter what side you stand on right. it between McCrory and 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 and, and I'm anti McCrory. And, and and I want to I mean, find one the, person who's for McCrory. <laughs> and and it not be a white guy. You don't look And it on, not be Captain Privilege. Well, well yeah, wait, if you're looking for that. But I'm just saying look at uh at the comment section for any story in on either Facebook or the social media accounts or the websites for any of Charlotte's media. Just look at the comment section. If you want to look for, the, no, I'm yeah. good. I stay away from social media. I've I've unfriended and unfollowed so many people. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I don't read comment sections. <laughs> Feelings were listen, just, Captain Privilege. As a flat policy, I don't read. Yeah, comment I have sections. to read them. It's, yeah, you have to probably for yeah, your it's work. Part of my job a little bit, and and it is soul sucking. It's not a day goes by or a week goes by that I don't want to blow my brains out at the end of the day just because of what I've read on on. On the comments, so it's it's From yeah. But people. most importantly, just get out and vote. Whatever yeah. you're doing this year, and don't fall into despair like that. It's easy. Please do your research. It is easy to it's easy to say it's hopeless and forget it. It's we don't more stand a chance. If you let him get elected. You right. You have to get out there and and make your voice heard. Like that's the hard work of a democracy. You got to get out there and do the work yeah. as a citizen. You have a right. responsibility. And if you don't want that, move to make Korea. Make your voice heard. Right. Right. North or south? Is it north? North is the bad one. Yeah. If you don't want democracy, right. move to North Korea. There you go. Okay. But I encourage folks to get out there. Oh, I think we should wrap it up then. Yeah. That. Uh, uh, but I do still want to encourage the listeners to tweet at us using hashtag. Captain Privilege. Captain Privilege would say. Things Captain Privilege would say. Is that It'll too long back. a hashtag? Yeah. No. We do, we do. That's long. That works? I like it's it. It's long. I like it long. Captain Privilege quotes? Captain Privilege quotes. Wow. Things because you could abbreviate capped, C A P T. Just make it capped. Things capped privilege would say. Okay. What? That's so, only uh, saving you three letters. Oh, oh. Can I just have one brief? Which thing? is probably something Captain. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to check in from Black Twitter. Oh, uh, because yes. we had a thing this week uh-huh. where Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh. Came out and supported Black Lives Matter. I they remember. Said, we I believe saw that. black. Uh, we believe uh, oh, black. God. Black Lives Matter, and uh, they came out and supported it. So there, all of a sudden, a hashtag started, and it. Uh, I think it was called uh, New Ben and Jerry's Flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is just just okay. Just give me like twenty seconds to do this. Um, uh, we should mention then while you're looking that up, uh, Tom Segura at the uh, Comedy Zone. Uh, this weekend, two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. Also, Doug Benson. That show's nearly sold out. Doug recording uh, Doug Loves Movies at 4.20 in the afternoon on Saturday, October 15th. Uh, if you want to be there, definitely go to the uh, Comedy Zone's website to get tickets for that early if you're listening to this before that show takes place because that show's going to sell out. Yes, yes. Make sure, make sure, make sure. I mean, the dude is hilarious. Okay. So here, so, <laughs> all right. So Ben and Jerry's New Flavors. <laughs> Cause you know how they take their, oh, their, yeah. their yeah. okay. I one like is uh, <laughs> but he was unarmed though. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know who came up with that one, but it's great. How about uh, chocolate like it's hot? 
I'll give y'all like five of them. Go shawty, it's your birthday. <laughs> Yo, Black amazing. Twitter was on fire this week. That's amazing. No justice, no peach. <laughs> I have a dream sickle. We have uh there were, there were I uh, he was unarmed though, almost killed me. That one is probably my favorite. <laughs> but there were like hundreds of them. So if you want it, you just go on Twitter and look at uh, new Ben and Jerry's flavors. And uh, it's just so good. It's just too funny. No justice, no peach. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. I think like that's the most positive note to leave on. <laughs> Did you come up with any? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of it. You any. couldn't even top it. It's hard to beat that. those. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have anything. Yeah, I like to play those like hashtag wars from uh at midnight and stuff like that when the when the when they'll do those, but usually I can come up with maybe two. Brownies versus board of education. <laughs> 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 don't touch my afro dough. <laughs> All right. All right, uh Will, you're on the road. Buy any creams necessary? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're on the road for the next month. Yes. So we will be sans will, which is something Captain Privilege would say. I wish um, a, I wish a nougat would. <laughs> Becky with the good pair. <laughs> All right, I'm that done. one's good. I'm done. Okay, yes, I'm in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'm headed to the Bahamas. Life we, is tough. Yeah, we the 17th through the 30th, I'll be performing uh, in the Bahamas with the homie. I forget his name. But I know, I know, I'm performing. <laughs> I, he's hilarious, though. I remember that. I just don't remember his name. But I'll be. But I'm performing. He'll be in performing the on a piece of driftwood. 18th, yes. 18th, 18th through the thirtieth. I'm in the Bahamas at Atlantis. I'll be. We'll at be the there Atlantis. with Will because he promised to take us. Twelve days in the Bahamas. Yeah, it's twelve I straight you were taking days us. in the Bahamas. I'm your work wife. I know. Take me. I'm sorry. Are you performing every day? Yes. One one show per night. Okay. So twenty minutes a night <laughs> for twelve days in the Bahamas. Jesus. Pretty much. Listen, there's listen. Yeah, I, but, but I'm Captain Privilege. Hey, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you. Listen, that's you. 240 minutes. I've stayed in my share of roach-infested hotels where I deserve. You're it's doing fair. four hours of work for 12 days in the Bahamas. <laughs> I've earned this. When you put it that way, I have earned this. <laughs> Captain Privilege. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know how many shit-stained motels I've stayed at for this comedy thing? But you did that on purpose. I thought you <laughs> liked this. Mm, how many comedy condos? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, is it at Atlantis? Is that the place you're? Yep, Paradise mm-hmm. Island. So it's the Comedy Zone at at Atlantis and Paradise Island. If you happen to find yourself there, yeah, really, what are the odds? <laughs> right. And so if you, but if you do find yourself, or yeah. you like, you know what, this dude Will is hilarious. I'm gonna fly to the Bahamas. You can catch me there, the 18th through the 30th. That is what people are gonna do. And then I'm coming back, and I got a a, a, a group of shows in Port Charlotte, Florida. And then I got shows in South Carolina and Georgia. So y'all not going to hear me in studio for the next four weeks. Yeah, we'll find a way to get you on the phone at some point. To fire you. But I like to feel that Captain Privilege and New Ben and Jerry's flavors are are a fair legacy and a lasting legacy. At least for four weeks. If something happens while I'm gone. Don't say that. I'm just saying remember me by that. that. Don't say that. Remember me that way. All right. But he was unarmed, though. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. All right. Carry on my legacy. Well, safe travels, babe. Thank you. I appreciate you so much, dear. Brian, 
as always, fantastic job. You the man. We got anything else? I second that. Ditto. I think we're good. We're good. Uh, wait, should we should we preview what the song's going to be? You do. Yeah, you should. What's it going to be? What you playing? Well, we're saying goodbye. I'm playing the, the closing credits. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>